It is a time now on Sky Sports Radio to have the country catch-up. And this particular Tuesday, we thought we'd dive into Wagga. We're down here in Albury, of course, for the country championships on Saturday. But Wagga, they've got a big, big period coming up because it's the 150th running of the Gold Cup this year. And Jason Ferrario is the CEO of the Murrumbidgee Turf Club. He joins us now. G'day, Jason. Good morning, Dave. How you going, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. Great to talk to you. Uh, it's a special time, isn't it? Because the Murrumbidgee Turf Club have got this massive event on, mate. And I tell you what, it's going to be uh, it's going to be brilliant. Absolutely, mate. And uh, you guys wouldn't have known this yesterday when you put us on the schedule. But just this morning at 10 o'clock, uh, the Honourable Michael McCormack and our club president, Jeff Harrison, unveiled a horse statue which commemorates 150 years of Wagga Gold Cup at our uh, grass roundabout out the front of the racetrack. So that's just a nice little added attraction. Uh, race girls will be able to come to the races, get their photo taken in front of the horse statue, and it'll take pride of place in front of the race club. That is sensational, mate. Uh, how long has the planning been going into this 150th running? Oh, I'd have to say since last year's Gold Cup finished. Um, yeah, it quickly became evident that 150 years of Gold Cup was upon us in 2023 so yeah the planning started at that time uh, a subcommittee was put together for the planning uh, we've got a very active uh, subcommittee and none more so than Michael McCormack um, he is uh, unofficially the club historian uh, he's got this booklet that uh, it's your old notepad but it's so thick because it's had additions to it and him and um I do hope that Michael's got a backup for it because there's so much information within that note, notebook and Michael's a real hands-on, um, very proactive and he was a big part of getting this statue this morning. He was the one that actually found it online. He and Jeff Harrison, the club president, went and picked it up from the Southern Highlands, trucked it back, got plenty of uh, weird looks by passing motorists when they seen this uh, <laughs> statue on the back of the truck. It would have, it would have, locked, I could only not, imagine. <laughs> not locked up inside the float, uh, but it was very well behaved on the truck on the way down, I hear. Uh, it's been at Jeff's place since, and um, yeah, we're unveiled that this morning. But yeah, it's all systems go now. Really, this morning was the launch of it uh, in regards to something that has some significance to the 150 years. And moving forward now, we look forward to uh, Sunday, April the 2nd. That is our lunch with the stars and the start of the carnival. Uh, then on to Sunday, April 23, which is our Kringle Stud Prelude Day. Then our two-day carnival, Town Plate Day on May 4, the Thursday, and then Gold Cup on Friday the 5th. And it all culminates with Ladies Day on Saturday, May 27. So um, lots to do between now and then. I'm sure it's going to be... Uh, It'll be hard work, it'll be stressful, but we'll all uh, sit back at the end of the three months and realise that we've just pulled off something very special for the Murrumbidgee Turf Club. Yeah, that, that, uh, that is sensational, mate. Um, and in terms of uh, your 100 Club, tell us about that. Yeah, well, the 100 Club, uh, it actually sold out in record time this year and, you know, the 100 has the significance in that there's 100 businesses that sponsor the club. Uh, the way it works is we have a gala night, which is being held this Friday night in a big marquee in our parade ring. Um, 330 guests. We have entertainment, um, some auctions on the night. But throughout the night, business names are drawn out and 
for the money they pay to go in the hundred club. It's a it's a it's a good gamble because the winning club, the winning business, I should say, gets to sponsor the Wagga Gold Cup. So it's got 12 months of sponsorship. Um, so at the moment, it's the 2023 Wagga Gold Cup, and by uh, 11 o'clock on Friday night, eh, the, biz- the successful business will be in front of that um, title. Um, first, first business out, for instance, has a race named in their honour on a given race day. Uh, the 25th business out is a special race on town plate day and the 50th business and the 75th business. All culminates with the last five drawn out of the barrel, get to stand up on stage um, and, you know, it really is last person standing because when the um, that business gets drawn out, it's 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 a massive thing. You know, the, their business is basically across media channels right across New South Wales, even Australia. Uh, it's a big thing for them being a local business, and um, we really look forward to it. From my point of view, last year was my first 100 club and didn't know what to expect and really excited about this week and the things that Cass Ryder, our marketing manager, has got planned for the night. Tell us about your time, mate, uh, there, Jason. I mean, you're obviously enjoying your role, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely, Dave. It's um, <laughs> It's something that... I actually missed out previously for this role, uh, but then when Steve Keane moved on to Scone, the position came up and I threw my hat into the ring again and was lucky enough to get it. Um, and I, I feel very honoured to be in such a role. 16 months and got through my first Wagga Gold Cup. I uh, really know the significance of it now. Uh, to be involved when we're celebrating 150 years of the Cup uh, is even more special. And um, I'm, look, I'm so lucky. I'm surrounded by 11 directors that are so hands-on. Um, they all come from a business background or are still in business as we speak. Uh, they're sharp. They're, you know, they're understanding. They trust me. And, you know, they're capably led by Jeff Harrison, our club president. And here we were today unveiling that horse statue and it was only last Thursday that a phone call came. Uh, last Wednesday night, a phone call came. Jeff actually came off his motorbike in a paddock out at his farm. He suffered a fractured collarbone, fractured ribs, uh, punctured lung, and a severe cut to his uh, calf where the motorbike landed on him. So naturally, we start making plans for do we need to postpone you know, this opening of the statue this morning and the first thing that came out of Jeff's mouth was not on your life. Here he was today standing up making his speech. He's got his arm in, his sl- in a sling, holding holding the um, microphone in the arm that he could use. It's just typical of Jeff. He, he never stops. And as I say, he leads by example and the other 10 directors, you know, follow suit. So from my point of view, yeah, I turn up every day. I get paid to do what I do. I love what I do. But without the support of those 11 directors, I can't do what I'm doing as well as I can. And then, you know, we've arguably got the best track manager in New South Wales, if not Australia. Mark does a wonderful job and he's got a great team around him. And then I've got a great team around me. Finance manager, Pat Stephen, has been here for 12 years plus. Uh, I've never met anyone with a photographic memory like him. 
and our marketing manager, Cass Ryder, she just continues to pull off events, you know, because we're not just a racetrack. We are a function centre. We host weddings, anniversaries, celebrations of life, all sorts of parties. Um, unfortunately, last year we didn't get to have our music festival, but we hope to have that on again this year. And we've got a very close relationship with the local university who have quite a few events here, including a massive Aggies race day in September. So um, there's so much to look forward to. It's not just 150 years of cup. We're shovel ready to go with a new stable complex. We're just, uh, you know, forever hopeful to get some funding for that. It's a complex that will house 125 horses and we have no doubt we'll bring some... Um, new trainers to the region so we've got a great facility not only do we have our course proper we've got a bee grass that we use as our riverside track on occasionally for race meetings and then we've got our three sand tracks for track work so it's a wonderful facility and you know i'm i'm just honored to be the person who um who gets to lead from the front that's sensational and beautifully said, Jason. Really beautifully said. Uh, Jason Ferrario joining us this morning. Uh, mate, if people are wanting to get to the Town Plate and the Wagga Cup this year, where can they book tickets? What can they do? Yeah, obviously, uh, the best thing to do, Dave, as with most things nowadays, is to go to our website. Uh, so it's the jump on the website. There's links there for all the different events that we've got coming up because um, in that regard, it's not just Town Plate and Gold Cup. You know, we've got the 150 years of, co- of um, cup cocktail evening. That's on April 22. Uh, that is the night before our prelude day. And that actually encompasses this amazing memorabilia um, display that we're putting together in our Green Ridge room. So we've had a lot of people donate old photos, videos, saddles, all sorts of things. And that in itself is um, going to be a great night. As I said, it all kicks off on April 2 with our lunch with the stars. We're lucky enough that um, we're going to have Barbara Joseph and Pat Webster, who uh, is one of the figureheads of Racing Mates. Um, And they're going to be joined on stage by uh, Denny Beasley, Um, a great jockey, you know, a very successful jockey overseas, a former Wagga Gold Cup winner. And Denny's made his home in Wagga again. This is where he wanted to raise his kids and... We're delighted to have Danny back here riding and I've come across some um, quality people in my life, Dave, but Dave, uh, Danny's just a class act. Um, it's great yeah. to have him back. So for all of these things, Dave, uh, people can go to our website, which is mtcwagga.com.au and uh, click on the links for all those different events. Sensational. Very well said, Jason. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you coming on today, mate, and our country catch-up. It's good to put the spotlight on Wagga. And from a country championship point of view, I know we're down here at Albury. Mate, uh, the Wagga team, they're coming down. They might just be stealing the uh, the chocolates. Yeah, Dave, uh, I don't think it matters where you grow up or where you're from. Um, naturally, I'm a little bit biased towards the Wagga horses. But, um, yeah, there is a, you know, there's a very, very... Um, Good representation there and, you know, ably led, in my opinion, by a participator. I uh, like the way Timmy's kept him fresh and I think participator will run a great race. But, you know, there's some others in there like Rocket Tiger for Scotty Spackman. Had a long time off the scene. I'm sure he'll only get better with racing. And then uh, Gary Colvin's got his horses, Cappy's Angel and Carnival Miss. And possibly the dark horse there is Burundana. 
I don't think Peter Morgan could have that horse going better. And, um, you know, if Doug Goral can sneak into the race with Brothers Vantrum, who knows, he might run a race for Wagga as well. So, you know, on behalf of the Murrumbidgee Turf Club, Dave, I wish Wagga um, Aubrey well. I hope it's a successful day for him and um, a great day of racing down there on Saturday. Uh, I think it will be, I'm, I'm heading down, mate, and I'll uh, catch up for, with you for 11.8 if you've got time. Mate, uh, I'm, I'm actually heading back on the plane this hour, though, because uh, oh, I'm surprised you didn't know that, mate, because there's a severe storm warning out this afternoon. So <laughs> every time I'm on a bloody plane, there's a severe storm warning. But, uh, mate, I'll be back uh, in Sydney tomorrow and then off to Tamworth, and then who knows, I might sneak back down on the weekend. I'd love your frequent flyer account, Dave. Oh, mate, it, I'm just slowly building up, mate. What's that, uh, what's that uh, movie with Clooney where he's on the plane all the time? No, you might have. You, you got me there, mate. I've got, yeah. I, well, I've, I I've got myself. Sport. I've got myself. I, I, I didn't realise there was other channels on TV that weren't sport. <laughs> mate, uh, you have a good day. Thanks very much. Good on you, Dave. Thanks for your time. Champion. Yeah. Uh, in our country catch-up, chatting with CEO of the Murrumbidgee Turf Club, Jason Ferrario. Well, we're looking at the country catch-up and we're focusing on Wagga Wagga in this uh, brief period. And, of course, we're in Albury today for the country championships. And I thought we'd chat to a lot of trainers, jockeys, and we also trap, uh, chat with various people involved with the race clubs. Why not chat to a gentleman who is uh, very much got the Riverina in his blood, Richard Pegum? We're used to seeing his colours go around in various countries, across uh, various tracks across the country, but... I know that uh, when it comes to the Gold Cup there at Wagga, which he has won, it's very, very close to his heart. Richard, good morning and welcome. Thanks very much. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. You're right, it is very close to my heart. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. For those that aren't across you and, and your uh, skin in the game, so to speak, when it comes to horse racing, um, tell us about where you grew up and, and why you, you love this Wagga Gold Cup and this Wagga Carnival so much. Look, I grew up in Stratfield. Um, went to school there for... Uh, nine years and then um but my mother's family have had a family property down journey way and every school holiday from the time i was 10 basically i went there and then i went to university at wagga for a number of years and played footy there and worked for a number of bookmakers uh, doing the bag and, and doing the penciling for them in wagga and so that was my connection and continued on i've got a lot of family down there also and so uh keep in contact and i used to bookmake or work for a book you know always used to the Wagga Cup but just always was in my blood and I thought one day I'm going to come back and try and win it. You certainly did. I mean, it must be a very special one as too. I was there the day Lifeless Ordinary won that cup. Ty England was the jockey. Of course, we now know Ty's story and from even chatting to Ty when I've seen him recently and we've brought that up, that was one of the most special days for him as well. Yeah, look, he, Ty's a local and um, and uh, I'd like to think that I'm part of the local really, but uh, yeah, it was great. Look, we've We've won it three times now. My wife won it once. I've won it twice. Uh, she was in a girl's horse with Chris Waller, and that was very exciting also. And uh, the 150th Wagga Cup's on this year, and we look forward to trying to win it again. So you'll definitely you'll, you'll be saying to your you know various trainers and um, you, you'd well, like my, to go... Look, I don't yeah. have lots of trainers. I've got two in Sydney I use mainly. Uh, yep. Chris Waller's my main trainer. Yep. Um, and Chris, when he sets a horse, he gets the job done. And we're yep. setting a horse for the Cup, and hopefully that'll be the same this year. Um, and I've got a lot of horses with Tim Donnelly down at Wagga, yes, and um, yes. Tim does a great job. He's got city experience and really knows his animals and not too big a stable, and uh, we're starting to get a bit of success. We had a nice win on Friday with quite a good promising horse. 
Yeah. Uh, Richard, you've, you've invested a lot into racing um, and you obviously, you love it. And that's, we, you know, we need people like you. We need big owners to, to have that love of it. You must be very impressed, though, as a businessman yourself to see how racing has developed, especially over the last 10 to 15 years and especially in, in, in country racing as well. Look, no doubt about it. And um, with respect, if we didn't have Peter Volandis on his board, this, none of this would have happened. He's focused on getting prize money. When I started racing at Wagga many years ago, we were getting four dollars and $5,000. Well, we won last Friday. We got $15,000, another $4,000 of bobs. It's good money. Um, and it's it stretched all around the industry, you know, to provincial. And obviously in the town, there's a lot of big races. And uh, it's very, it just amuses me how these other people from interstate are always having a go at Peter. But reality is... Um, you know, tall poppy syndrome as far as I'm concerned. I think the whole racing industry has improved. And as a consequence, we're seeing investment from overseas people in breeding and, and racing down here. And it's really grown as an industry that uh, and people can have a career in too, which is fantastic. Your colours, they've had some pretty special horses raced underneath those colours. What, what are some of the, the highlight horses that you've had? Probably the most exciting horse I've had is Amelia's Dream. Yes. Uh, she broke the, virtually broke the track record as a two-year-old. First start was at Canterbury on a heavy 10 and broke the class record. So she was very exciting, but she also gave me the biggest disappointment when she broke down. Uh, I had a share in a horse called Brew that won the Melbourne Cup, mm. uh, which was obviously very exciting. And then, you know, we've had many winners since then. We won the Breeders' Cup with a horse called Mahonic. We had a horse... Um, we won a race at Royal Ascot as well so we've sort of we've been quite lucky we've won sort of everywhere and I raced a lot of horses with Gary Towser from Wagga and we've had um, some really nice horses we had December draw together and that won uh, the Turnbull Stakes and a few other stakes races and um, and we've done pretty well with that partnership we've done, you know over the last 20 years it's been a lot of fun it certainly has been. I'm excited to see how it continues on because you've got a, a number of horses in work at the moment and probably no doubt some we don't even know about that, that will come through their various systems. And you've, you've enjoyed buying horses from overseas, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I spent 10 years in London. I um, went over there with Macquarie Bank and then I set my own business up over there and I got to know a lot of the trainers well. I've always been a form student. I've got a fellow who looks at them for me and I just felt that, uh, you know, most of the prize money in Australia is in staying racing, but it's the smallest horse population. I just thought, for me, as an opportunity, and of course I like to win the Wagga Cup, to buy horses from over there. And our first horse we brought was from the Queen, called My Kingdom of Fife. And uh, it's the first horse I had with Chris Waller, actually. And it wins at 150 to 1 first start, and next start it wins the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. So quite fortunate, really. Yeah, that's, that, that is... Uh, it's, it's been... An extraordinary ride, and it's still continuing. And from knowing uh, your family as well, and from knowing your sons, I've met uh, one of your sons uh, through Will Friedman, and um, it seems yep. like racing's in the blood there as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, well, look, I've got one son who lives in Melbourne, works for the opposition, he works for racing.com, and for, he's got a job with RSN now, with Bensley, which yes. is great, and he's absolutely loving that. And my other son works in banking, but he's a... Uh, bit of a ratings man too and loves breeding and he goes to races all the time so you would have met oh, him with fantastic. the Freemans, Charles. Yes that's right Charles and and, and I, I do love it because that's what we need, we need you know we need that next generation to come through and you find it, I mean we find um, in my times of chatting to, to big and prominent owners uh, that you know sometimes the, the sons and daughters don't buy into it and 
then they've got no right. interest, they've got no yeah. passion. But it's great to see that uh, that your family, um, there's definitely some passion there, mate. That's great. Look, they're all looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, so Xavier's now a journalist in racing. He can go and talk to the Will Freemans and to all the young fellows who are you know, assistant trainers and that sort of stuff because they want to talk to people their ages. You know, in a lot of sports shows, etc. a lot of the, the compares are a lot older, particularly in rugby league. And um, they need to be able to appeal to the younger generation as well. I think by promoting and giving these guys an opportunity, it's really, uh, well, we've got a future in the business then. You certainly do. I really um, uh, am thankful for your time, mate. I know you're very busy. Uh, as I said, no, today right. was about focusing on, on Wagga and that, that Gold Cup in our new Tuesday segment, the Country Catch-Up. It was great to hear Jason Ferrari. Well, well just it's the 150th there. year this yes. year, so we're quite excited. And also very excited about the Albury Cup coming up as well. It's a yeah. great carnival as well. They do a great job down there. Yeah, and, we'll be, we'll be um, we love the Riverina. Will you be, will you be uh, trying to get a horse here at Albury as well for that Cup meet? Yes. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. We yeah. might have a horse in the guineas. Okay. Well, with that big dance, op, you know, um, eligibility now or possibility, yeah. that's yeah. that's another carrot, you know? Yeah, it is. And look, it gives everyone in the country an opportunity, and they all get very excited. We've got a syndicate um, from my boys' school called the Review Turf Club. We've got about six horses, and they love going to all the different country meetings and getting together, and uh, we've had a bit of success there. They've got a share in Wicklow, and another horse called Miss Kerribilli, et cetera, and have a lot of fun. So... Going to all these country meetings is not only just the racing, but it's the social side as well. Have a great day, Richard, uh, and look forward to seeing you at Albury and Wagga. All the best. Thanks for calling. Bye. Richard Pegum joining us this morning in our country catch-up, of course, looking at Wagga Wagga as a club. Great to hear from Jason Ferrario. The 150th running of that particular uh, cup meeting will be on. And, of course, we are in Albury, and uh, we're ahead of the country championships meeting here on Saturday. And, I can tell you that uh, the grounds are looking sensational here. They've got the sprinklers on at the moment, not on the track, but they've got the sprinklers on, uh, which is watering all the, uh, the the turf in front of the members' stand. The mounting yard looks an absolute treat. And uh, really, like I said when I was at Mudgee, each track staff at all these country meetings, especially these bigger centres and even the smaller centres, really deserve a, a pat on the back the way they, uh, they've they been presenting their tracks in country in New South Wales. So, uh, And great to see, too, the the work uh, and the cooperation from the ATC. We saw that on social media with the Tung Curry meeting where uh, we had Michael Wood go up from the ATC and they donated some the, the mowers and various other equipment up to the Tung Curry team there. And that track played beautifully uh, on uh, on Championship Day. Yes, you need, you need to be obviously up on speed, but I think that's just the way in which those races were run. And we saw Sir Ravenelli, who, geez, if there's a bit of moisture around when it comes to Royal Randwick on Championship Day, look out. He's a nice horse for Terry Evans. Jeff Jiraya joins us on Country Catch-Up now. Good morning, Jeff. How are you, Dave? Very good, mate. Uh, The the whole premise of today's Country Catch-Up segment, I'm here in Albury, not far from where you are, and I'm, uh, we're talking about Wagga Wagga, though, uh, and obviously focusing on that particular club. And, mate, uh, it's 150 years for the Cup this year, and I still will never, ever forget last year when you won that town plate with Front Page. Had to be one of his greatest performances. I know he went to town and he won Kosciuszko's and whatnot, but, gee, that day he was just a superstar horse. Yeah, yeah, he... Um, <coughs> um, I don't think anything could have beaten him that day in the country. No. Um, you know, maybe in the city something more, but he, um, um, <coughs> you know, like he, he pretty much didn't get out of second gear. He didn't. And to think, too, 
the bloke that rode him, I mean, you've seen a lot of good young blokes in your time, young good jockeys. I know I keep rapping Tyler Schiller, but, you know, the way he rode him and even then he rode him in the Kosciuszko, it's almost like he's gone on that upward trajectory as well, the, the boy from young. Yeah. Yeah, no, good luck to him. He's a, he's a nice young bloke. Yeah. Um, a really nice young bloke. Um, done his apprenticeship and grew up in Geraldry. So you don't get any more bushier than that. No. Um, and <clears throat> but So out there with Phil Sweeney and that, uh, you've got to keep your head screwed on. Oh, yeah, they, they'll... Can you imagine the sprays he would have got if he played up? <laughs> well, you can't play up in Geraldry, I tell you. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Even the dogs would give you up. Hundred <laughs> percent. Hey, Jeff, um, mate, tell us about front page. You going to go to the new market? Um, <clears throat> yeah. It depends, you know, like if he gets a run and all this sort of thing. There's a fair bit of water under the bridge. Um, otherwise, he'll go to Mooney Valley the week after for a, um, I think it's worth about a couple of hundred um, listed race, 1,200. Annabelle or Anne Bell or somebody thing, 1,200. And he's obviously flying at home. Yeah, he's going good. He's going to the jump outs tomorrow and um, just trying to keep the lid on him a little bit. And, yeah. uh, and then he'll barrier trial in a couple of weeks at at Wagga, and then um, you you know go to the Kosciuszko or Mooney Valley. It depends on you know just depends on the circumstances with the Kosi uh, the new market. I mean, whether yeah. he, whether he gets a run or <coughs> doesn't, or you know all that type of thing. Because yeah. the new market's the new market's going to be crash hot. Oh, it'll be a beauty. If if you do go, well, you're obviously going to go to Melbourne either way. Have you got someone who wants to ride him locked in? Not locked in because I, I, I can't really because he's going to get no weight. Yeah. He's going, to, he's going to be right down on the weight. So what's-her-name rang me the other day, so I'm going to ring him back, Patrick Maloney. Oh, yeah, Paddy Maloney, yep. Yep. Um, he's ridden a... He's ridden a few horses for me and rang me about him. Um, and I told him I'd sort of get back to him. So um, I rang the handicapper to see, but they wouldn't commit themselves, which is fair enough. But, you know, about, um, you know, whether you'll get a run, what weight you'll get and all that sort of thing. They um, wouldn't commit themselves, but, you know, this... At the moment, it appears on paper, this is going to be one of the strongest new markets that's been around for years. Yeah, well, exactly right. I mean, you've got a lot of good horses there going. You've got In Secret, you know, your private eyes. But, you know, if he can compete, right, up to that standard, Jeff, <coughs> yeah. and be, be an official. Now, I know he's a straight horse. I know it's horses for courses. But we talk about Kosciuszko's. It'd be great to be involved in races like that. But if he is to to be in the finish of a new market, which you've always said that you believe he is right up to to that standard, then maybe you should be dreaming a bit bigger this year. <laughs> yeah, well, um, the thing with the new market 
is, you know, like I wish I win. And those horses, you know, bloody good horses, yeah. um, can run blistering sectionals and all that sort of thing. The only thing in my favour is um, I've been racing them at um, it's set weights, you know, like weight for age. Yep. Whereas this time they're going to get their 57, 58 or something and I'll probably get 53 or 52. What can so, Tyler ride him? What can could, could you get Tyler down to ride him? I haven't <coughs> gone into that at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, so um, I didn't want to book him and do all that and have him knocking back rides yeah. in Sydney and everything in, in case, you know, it hits the fan and we don't get a run or yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, but I'll know a fair bit more after after the morning, after he has a jump out and, and that sort of thing. So, um, but touch what he seems to be, touch what he seems to be 100% on track. Yeah. So that's what I said. Well, I'm just trying to keep the lid on him a little bit. And, and uh, he was supposed to try to wogger last Friday, but oh, I was just stinking hot. So I was in the first couple and I rang home and son Paul was going to bring him up you know, because he was in, wasn't, they put the races back and he wasn't trialling until about 7 o'clock. So, you know, about 3 o'clock after the second race at Wagga, you know, it was just stifling. So I rang home and they said, uh, is he on the float yet? And my wife Maureen said, no, no, we're just, you know, just finished cleaning him up. He's just about to walk on. And I said, we'll turn him around and put him back in his yard. Yeah. <clears throat> and I went to the shoes and I just said, look, I'm not bringing him up two hours, you know, 41 degrees mm. and on the float and hour and a half here and another two hours going back home, you know, in 40 degrees and all that when it's only his first, you know, his first hit out. So, um, you know, I just galloped him at home and, uh, but... Touch what he seems to be, you know, hundred percent on track. So we, you know, we'll just have to push on and go from there. Yeah, Jesus. Have you got something else at home now? I know the the great mayor who produced these horses, <laughs> front page, news girl, etc. Have you got um, have you got something else coming through the system that you can you can yeah, produce got, somewhere? Yeah. Um, We've got a two-year-old by Rubik. Yep. Out of her? Yeah. Yeah. And she... um, So it's um, a filly? Yeah. Yeah. So we we kept that. Can she gallop the Rubik? um, She's a bit like all of them. She's a bit immature. Yeah, okay. um, But she's been through all the the basics education and... um, I'll be bringing her in shortly. All the others, you know, sort of had this preparation. Then they both won their maidens in October. Yeah. Um, You know, it was unbelievable, the coincidence. They both won their maiden at Albury, and they ran, you know, class record sort of for a maiden at 11.75, 
and then <coughs> X amount of time later, they um, both went to Albury and won a, a you know, like a 60 or, you know, 58 or 60, That's whatever right. it was. That's right. And then <coughs> they both ran exactly the same time. Yeah. Except she she only won, you know, she only won by three lengths. He won by five. Mm. Well, geez, uh, if it happens again, mate, <laughs> go and get a gold lotto ticket. Go and get some Powerball. <laughs> Tell Maureen to go down to the news agents. Fair income. Well, I might have used up all my luck, mate. Oh, no, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because it just shows, you know, when you get those good mares and, and they throw. And that's interesting. You know, I, I know, obviously, um, we're going to get to the helping hand shortly, but I really appreciate your time this morning, Jeff. But when those two foals came, news, pay, uh, news Girl and Front Page, were they similar sort of size as the Rubik filly? Was, was, is, there, is there a lot of similarities? <coughs> um, she's brown there, Chestnut. Mm. Um, but she's taller than them. Um, mm. <coughs> she's taller yeah. than them, but obviously not as heavy because the the whole brood a little bit immature. It yeah. takes them a while well, to <coughs> grow into themselves, and she wasn't born till the 28th of November. Yeah, why, why did you go to Rubik? Well, <coughs> it's a funny story because she was up in the Hunter and she went to Vancouver. Anyway, she went to him twice yep. and didn't fire. Yep. You know, didn't click. <coughs> so I was talking to the bloke up there and he... And because we rang up about Rubik originally, and they said, "Oh no, he's booked out." Blah blah blah. But in the meantime, you know, news girl, the other bloke, sort of come good and won a couple. And uh, anyway, they <coughs> they rang me back and said, "Oh look, oh, they reconsidered." <laughs> <laughs> they reconsidered, and I said, "Look, we're getting late," and they said, "Yep, we'll just we'll give her one try." And if we get her, we get her. If we don't, well, bad luck. And I said, yep. And they gave her one try and she clicked. So, um, yeah, that's, a, yeah that's, that's, how, that's how it happened. We're chatting this morning with Jeff Giray. So, um, well, I'm excited to see when you produce this. We'll have to keep our eyes out for late this year at Albury. A maiden. You never know. <laughs> Those blue colours might be scooting along the turf. I'm standing here at Albury. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, um, you know it's um, it's you know it's it's a big thing these country championships. Good, good for the country, you know. I mean, yeah. you know the the country championships. So, but at least you know you've got owners and that can look at the book and look at the prize money and and say, hell, you know, have we got one good enough to have a crack at that? Yeah, you know, exactly and all that right. sort of thing. So. You know, instead of saying, oh, no, we're going to run in a, a maiden at Narandra or in a Berrigan or something. Yep. You know, when, you know, they look at the book and they see where 150000 is, and, you know, say, yeah, you know, oh, we pay good money for this horse, so I said, well, now is a chance to get some of it back. Exactly right. Uh, just quickly before I let you go, uh, if you run well in a new market, does that mean races like... Uh, your, you know, your TJs, etc., on the card. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If he if he goes super good, 
in that, I um, I think I think I got three weeks to the okay. TJ, so I I definitely put him in that, and okay. definitely and, and definitely well, head Jeff, up there. Now I know you don't like travelling. Gee, I could talk to you for hours, Jeff. I know you don't. <laughs> I, I know. Well, you like travelling, but I know that he can be a bit funny with travelling, and you you know obviously, um, he's just that type of horse. Have you also thought about possibly going to Brisbane with him? Like, they've got that six furlong race at Doombin, that BTC Cup. I mean... Yeah, I haven't... I haven't well, you want to keep him down here. I haven't planned that far ahead with him. Um, you know, we just got to... You know, he's had a few issues, mm. and I've got to keep him on... Um, you know, I can't over-race him, and I've got to try and pick me tracks. Yeah, you know, for him, he um, he can't. Um, you know, we put the scintography through him, and you know, and came up with some answers, and you know, that was their main thing. He just needs a bit soft. Yeah. He just needs a bit. He, he can't. Those rock hard tracks. He's no good. No, it just yeah. it, 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 it's not that he won't race well on them, but the bottom line is. When he gets home, you know, like, it's another six weeks before he can race. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, and then you, you go again and it's just in the form guide, duck egg, duck egg, you know? Yeah. So, but anyway, no worries, Dave. Thank you very much for the call. No worries, Jeff. I appreciate it, mate. I appreciate giving you an update on front page and obviously talking about that Wagga Town plate. That was just brilliant to see him live and I can't wait to get back to Wagga for the, uh, the town plate again. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully. You never know. He might turn up there again. Well, geez, if he did. What, 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 he, he, what weight would he get? Would he get he, yeah. They can only give him 61, couldn't they? Yeah, I think he'll, he'll carry that. He would. Gee, well, there you yeah. go. 150th. Yeah. I don't know if it's the 150th running at the town plate, but I tell you what, that'd be special to go back and go bang, bang in a town plate. <laughs> it sure would. Outstanding. Sure. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good day, mate. Same to you, Dave, and thanks for the call.